Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. everybody doing okay that's great (laughs) i got i really try to i really try to live a life of moderation but i i really i'm really it's uh, i'm on brand i'm on brand tonight i got accidentally hammered (laughs) before we left the dressing room taylor turned to us and just went i'm really drunk (laughs) so uh but I felt, <laughs> yeah, <woo. laughs> but I felt so bad, so it's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Museum of Comedy. This is where we do our London residency. What? No, I'm just oh. really, I'm rather, I was, I'm just really happy. Um, I was just, smiling supportively, actually. <laughs> Sometimes that can look creepy. <laughs> yeah. Really I've got a really wonky smile. It's about time you guys tore me a new one, let's be fair. <laughs> I've been such a bitch for three years. You've kept me on kindly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> guys, what is drunk women solving crime? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. It's three women... <laughs> Falling apart in front of your very eyes. <laughs> no, it's really great to be here again. We are so excited to be doing live shows. We were yeah. just saying, there's just yeah. no substitute for them. You know, yeah. we do the. It's. <laughs> I think you know, compared to Zoom, 
I think that a live show makes our problematic relationship with alcohol much more acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> there is slightly more atmosphere here. So. <laughs> Guys, what? A, oh, hi, welcome. I'll let you sit down. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Were you here for the first the first show? Oh, well, welcome. Hi. Give, give us a cheer if you were here for the first show. Yay! Give us a cheer if you've arrived for the second show. Yay! I didn't know they were going to put you in a section. <laughs> Hello. Very quickly, like, incest. I did a burp into that mic, and um, we, had, we had a great time, but we are very happy that you're here. It's been it's very uncouth. That's, that's your recap. That's the recap. There was a crime, oh, there it is a crime. crime. This woman is obsessed with re- incest. Like, <laughs> I mean, whoo, she will not stop. <laughs> Guys, Yeah, you're up is... to speed. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, female workplace. <laughs> it's not what you sing when you interrupt. Otherwise... <laughs> it is now. <laughs> Sassafras. What's your new detective name? Sasshole. 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 I'm Detective Sasshole. Yeah. Sasshole, asshole, and butt stuff. <laughs> It's the the butt trilogy. We don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've seen that, and it's very different. Yeah. <laughs> Drunk women solving crime. What are we all about? This is where Clement meets crime. I wrote this on the train. <laughs> you did your homework on the bus we've to ever school. Just, we've never just said crime, <laughs> but but we should, and we don't talk about it. Do we? Where absinthe meets abduction and where cognac meets co-conspirator. Yeah. It's a true crime podcast with a twist. Oh, oh Guys, tonight we have with us the comedian and writer Anya Magliano. Please welcome Woo! her to the stage. Yay! Anya! Hello. Welcome. Hello. Anya, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Good. I'm really good, actually. That's thank good. you. Yeah. Thanks you guys been, don't get to answer. You know. Sorry. I've <laughs> 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 just been I'm taking stock of things. I'm trying to exercise a little bit more, eat better, you know, just read, do, do, do self-care. How, That's so and nice. You? Not yeah. that I'm doing the opposite. None of that. <laughs> I'm driving myself into the ground and I'm loving every second. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. Well, I'm with I'm with you tonight, <laughs> Anya. We always open with the same question, and that question is: Have you ever been the victim of a crime? Okay. Somebody gasped. <gasps> <laughs> Just to keep it fresh. They could be gasping at, at Hannah's cranberry juice. <laughs> and gin, guys. Yeah. Um, well, I would like you to think that I have been. Okay. Um, I'll elaborate, don't worry. Um, so basically, when I was in reception, I... I used <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take it old school, I like it. Let's the, fir- the first year of school, four or five years old, so like 2019. Um, <laughs> incredibly young. Um, so I was in reception, and at my reception, there was a case of the teacher like came in and was like, someone uh, is stealing from lunchboxes. There is a lunchbox Ooh. thief. Um, other context of this, my parents had recently divorced. Um, I wasn't getting enough attention in the house. Uh, so what I decided to do <laughs> was hide something in my lunchbox. 
Um, and <laughs> and, and uh, say that something had been stolen from me so that I could get one single second of attention in oh, my life. wow. Um, so, Good for you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Do you know what? I was reclaiming the narrative, actually. I really was. <laughs> So what I did is I, I when took... When Katie finally becomes a psychotherapist, that's just a little glimpse. <laughs> so I took um, the, the snack known as a baby bell. I don't know if we have any fans in. Oh, yeah. A little circle of cheese. Um, and I... <laughs> And I like in in primary school we had these desks where it was like six people on a table. Everyone had their own little drawers, um, and I hid it in the back of my drawer, like beneath all my books and stuff. Um, and then lunchtime came around, and the teacher was like, like we all went to have lunch, and I was like, oh, there's something missing from my lunchbox. I had a baby bell. Also, bear in mind, like I was like four or five years old. Um, I feel like I kind of got the concept of lying, but I hadn't worked out the practicalities. Um, so then after that, I said, you can even check my desk. It's not in there. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so the teacher che checks my desk and it's in there. And she's like, what's... Yeah, and I was like, I just started crying. Um, and now I'm a comedian. So <laughs> it, all, it all comes full yeah. circle. I loved, like, there's not that many men in the audience, but I loved, there was just a guy that just went, oh, shit. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, we, we get it, man. Like, yeah. yeah so I, so um, I manufactured, I tried to be part of, part of the crime. I wasn't. <laughs> It was my, my baby bell was in the drawer all along. Oh. No, that's good. You tried to join the You drama. all have a lot of pity in your eyes. <laughs> this is like admiration. Yeah. Like, Toby says it's pity. That's what <laughs> when <Yeah>. I... But, <laughs> <laughs> Babe, it's admiration. I love it. Um, it's an admiration shag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and do you also call that baby bell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, that's like... Oh. I just feel, oh, no, it's only that she mentioned her parents' divorce. I'm, I'm in like, therapy. I shouldn't have mentioned the divorce. The no, divorce. you're right, Tiddy. This is not a comedy question either, so not to, like, take it too seriously. But at what point did you realise that that was your motivation for it? Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, that it was when like, I was oh, thinking I about that. telling it today. <laughs> <laughs> Our drinking changes lives. That's why we do it. Yes, and I will be telling my therapist to listen to this podcast uh, <laughs> to speed up the process. We only get an hour and I'm paying by it. So. <laughs> what did they do in 2019 <laughs> when a child lied on purpose? Like, what um, was hung, what drawn, was... and quartered. <laughs> horrible. Well, but you no. look great. I don't remember. I just. <laughs> I think they were very, I think they were just like, this is kind of weird, but like fine, I guess, because you're like five. Yeah. Um, but I honestly, I have so much shame about that memory. Like it is so embarrassing. How desperate, like, but I mean, at least I, I didn't like become like an actor, so. Well, can, listen, <laughs> I, I, can, I can tell you a story that will make you feel better. Okay, yes, And please. I was like oh, nine or 10. Um, Strapping. Okay, so I stayed after school to do chess club <laughs> at my primary school. It's already uh, sadder than mine. <laughs> <laughs> so my work is done. Um, so 
Um, everyone, we were waiting for the teacher. Everyone, um, there's a plate of biscuits on the floor. We're all sitting on the floor in a circle waiting for the teacher to come back and to start the, the club. And I, I'm sitting there, there's a plate of biscuits on the floor. We're sitting around and it looks like everyone's eating. And I thought, oh, everyone must have helped themselves to a biscuit from that. Must be for us. So I took a couple of biscuits from the plate and ate them. And then the teacher came back in and said, who's eaten my biscuits? Oh. And, and it turned out everyone had brought their own snack from home. And I didn't know we were supposed to do that. And everyone said, Katie ate your biscuits. Oh, these fucking and then I was in so much trouble because I was already a slightly naughty kid. So they're like, well, she's obviously done that on purpose. <gasps> and, now, and now she's trying to pretend that um, it was an innocent mistake. Oh. So well, you did what I did, but you hid it in your stomach. Which was <laughs> actually much cleverer. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my stomach. It's not there. <laughs> Does anyone have a story they want to share? <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Hannah, I'm pretend that you're a fucked up child. <laughs> <laughs> Well-rounded Hannah. We don't resent her. That's your sitcom. I'm fascinated by Hannah. I want to learn so much from you. Well, lend me your ears. <laughs> no, I've got nothing. I've got, I mean, yeah, no, of course I had, like, embarrassing things and awful things happened to me. In my childhood. <laughs> so uh, we've got an hour, haven't we? Let's, let's dig deep. I'll tell you one of the most awful things, and this is awful. Basically, what I did is I, I was in the school field, and this genuinely to this day, if, you, if you're looking for some trauma for HG... I'm always looking for some trauma it was, for you, hon. That's what I want for you. That's what but I want whatever for happened you. to Hannah, her parents would just be so reasonable, so it wouldn't be exacerbated. I think that told them. Of course I did. <laughs> um, no, but all it was, everyone's like really worried. Like, what Hannah the fuck ate Hannah? a bad. Like, did she fucking kill a cat? Because that is like, that's the first thing. No, it was just that I found this worm in the. Uh, <laughs> the stakes are high. No, but I found, I found a worm in the school field, um, and I was like, that is a big fucking worm. Like, that's a good worm. I want to show my mum that worm. I want her to see that worm. And I think it'd be good for our garden at home because it's a, it's a big worm. And I remember I put it on like. A good worker. I put it on like a pallet, and I was like, oh, come and fetch you at the end of the day. And it was like fucking oh, July. Oh, no. I know, I know. So it's kind of like really inadvertent animal cruelty. I would never be cruel to it. And it, genuinely, it stayed with me because I came back and the thing was a fucking crisp. It was just, it was a crisp. You could, and I saw it and I was just like, I did that to you. And this is genuinely the first time I've told anyone. Wow. <laughs> So, um, well yeah. done, Hannah. Thank well you. Done. Oh, and I yeah. bet, like, as well, it probably shrunk, so you didn't even get the big worm to take home. <laughs> <laughs> That's so annoying. And it now we nothing. know why Hannah is so inexplicably happy. She's a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> And that's just how it goes. That's why I moved to London, so I can't have a garden. <laughs> I just want to burn the little worms. No, that was awful. God, it still makes me sad, because I just, I wanted to sort of like, I wanted this worm to know that it was the best worm I'd ever oh. fucking seen. I wanted to parade it to Jill and Dave. Maybe Grandma would get around it. Maybe Nana would be there and would say, oh, wormy. I'm like, okay. I've made this about me. It was your question. <laughs> I think you needed to get it off your chest. <laughs> oh, boy. We all do. I think this has been a really important episode of Blossom. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anya, we always ask, <laughs> what would you say to the perpetrator? <laughs> I'm not sure who the perpetrator is in this case. Is it your parents? Is it yourself? <laughs> is it a society that doesn't nurture its children through crisis? Is it the makers of Baby Bell? Um, it's your choice. It's your call. This is your moment. What would you like to say? Oh, I, I don't... I think I would maybe... I would say to the teacher, do you want to come to a show I'm doing? (laughs) And see that it all worked out in the end. (laughs) I love it. You got closure. Very nice, very nice. The show is called Reception. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Genuinely, I feel like we all opened up and that's something we never do. (laughs) Yeah. Never overshare. We're so reserved. <laughs> no, that was. Good. I killed a man. Sorry. <laughs> Sweet. Sorry. That's never happened before. <laughs> when I said worm. <laughs> <laughs> when that became big in like clubs, the worm, I was like. <laughs> oh, bless you. You wanted to share it with your family because they loved you. <laughs> so much (laughs) just kidding she's the best best. guys are we ready to solve some true crime I thought we might be okay well our crime takes us to the 16th century Hannah I know it well Mm. (laughs) which spans 300 years Yeah, which part of the 300 years are we talking about? <laughs> you choose, Katie. It's a choose-your-own-adventure <laughs> story tonight. Um, it involves a man called Martin Guerre. We're going to call him Merton. Because <laughs> that just hurts my mouth. He was born around 1524, and his story has been adapted into a novel, a play, a movie, Ooh. an opera... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit fun, isn't it? And a musical. So my first question is... <laughs> Martin, Martin, Martin. <laughs> I really like musicals. I had nothing. I'm, I've drank Which one of those it. would you most like your life story to be turned into is my first Great question. Great question! <laughs> Your choices are a novel, a play, a movie, an opera, or a musical. You guys can play too. (laughs) Oh, do am I performing the entire thing? I can if that's what you want. It's your choice. You can commission your own talent. (laughs) Oh my god, guys! If someone tries to turn my life into a musical, I'll be devastated. (laughs) I don't want anything to do with them. They're too happy. Yeah, I don't. Again, sad. My Baby life doesn't bell. feel like a great fit for a musical. <laughs> Katie, anything can be a musical. That's true. Chicago's a musical, and okay. that's true. <laughs> so true. Oh my god. Les Misérables. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. Do you think there could be a musical about the girl in chess club? Michael Jackson. <laughs> She didn't know it wasn't her biscuit. 
I'd love to hear an opera about like a baby bell in a desk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be good. I Sorry? think we can do this. <laughs> is it processed cheese or is it not? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe a novel then. <laughs> bad guy in this musical. <laughs> the, 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 the Javert of the uh, situation. <laughs> Hannah, I... Ooh. Hannah's like, I already have an opera and a novel, so I don't know, I guess. <laughs> it's joking, we love you and we're glad that you're happy. <laughs> Hannah's, book, you... Hannah's will be like a how-to for parents to raise an awesome kid. <laughs> I would you love that this is my thing they take the piss out of. <laughs> like, oh, you're so happy! <laughs> Um, but it would be a musical and it would be great. <laughs> Could somebody pour me another drink, though? Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank oh, you. you got, no, that was empty. Take God, I listened, to, I listened to the edit of our last live show and it's just me going like, can you grab my wine? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I don't like what I've become or what I was before. Okay. Um, <laughs> and that's all you need to know about my childhood. <laughs> Martin grew up... <laughs> I've genuinely forgotten about this guy. Martin. <laughs> Such a fun question, though, right? Mm. He grew up in the Pyrenees in southwestern France, and the family changed their name from De Guerre to Guerre. <laughs> and I just wrote, because it was like, apropos of nothing, my source said that. I'm like, okay, good good to know but it just it's a very subtle change that's all, that's all I'm saying I changed my name from Glenn to Glenn <laughs> Martin gets married to a girl called Bertrand we're gonna call her Birdie <laughs> how old was Martin when he got married in the Pyrenees in 15 something 24 because this Yes, yes. Um, well, no, no, no. He was born in 1524. If I told oh my you God, the year, I would give it away. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I reckon he was 20. 20, okay. I'm worried if I go too low, it's going to reflect badly on me. <laughs> 13? Okay. That's not, what, that's not what I want it to be. I'm just guessing. Yeah, I'm just that's guessing. A, that's a good yeah, point. Absolutely. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet, all that stuff. We're here to guess. Ooh, famous crime, Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> also, I think that literally you wouldn't have asked that question, was it not something shocking? So it's either going to be 11 or like 29. Or 100 and... I'm joking, I'm not married, I'm 34. Fuck you guys. Um, I'm getting married next year, guys. There he is. I love him so much. <laughs> Did you just say you were 24? No, 34. Oh, okay. <laughs> TV age 24. <laughs> 34 and I just burped into a microphone not long ago. So. That's all right. Yeah. I'm going into menopause right before their eyes. <laughs> what age there? Oh, I'm, I'm going to go... Yeah, I, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think it's going to be... And I'm going to go... Price is right. I'm going to go 11. 11. <laughs> well, you guys are both close. Anya, you are the closest. It was 14. No. Okay, not one to celebrate, actually. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so gross. He couldn't even drive yet. Like so many, so many things. I could not find how old she was, but I guess we can assume 
You know. Uh, <laughs> Childhoods, we've all had them. Uh, <laughs> I had a really perfect one, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a lot of therapy. Uh, Martin, and I'm okay now. Martin was from a peasant family, and that's important to note. Bertie's family was well off. Mm. Yeah, Bertie loved her a bit of peasant penis. (laughs) The marriage remains. See, in the musical, have they got like Billy Joel, Uptown Girl? (laughs) 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 The marriage remained childless for a long time. There were two children in that fucking marriage, (laughs) right? I wrote that same joke. (laughs) But I guess that's the difference between an Emmy Award winning writer (laughs) and one who's still working at it in her 40s. Okay, Uh, it's fine. I've had a lot of therapy. I feel good about myself. Uh, When do they have their first child then? How, How long after they get married do they have their first kid? Hopefully 26 50 years. 50 years. <laughs> yeah. when, they, when they were in their late 70s. <laughs> go big or go home. I reckon 17. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. What we call on the island a late bloomer. So, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with 17 as well. Okay, eight years after they get married, which is kind of a reasonable age at 22 to have your first child. Okay, Martin is shortly thereafter accused of a crime by Bertie's father. What is the crime? Being a good lover. (laughs) (laughs) Why did I say that? (laughs) I'll have another drink. What? What? So, what? They've been legally married for eight years. Yeah. She gets pregnant. Yeah. And then the dad's like, "This is there's a crime." It's not related to them having their first child, but shortly thereafter, he is accused of a crime by Bertie's father. I feel like. Um, be- what do you What do you think? No, go on, you go. I'm just going. Um, it's a st- <laughs> I'm stalling. <You're> stalling. <laughs> well, I was just thinking because we're, we're right in saying Bertie's family have money. Money. So maybe it's a fraud. I think it's something to do with okay. the bunts. Okay. Mm. Okay. I was thinking... Fiscal. It's fiscal, yeah! Fiscal. I was thinking maybe like stealing from the house, but I'm working backwards from the fact that you said it's like an opera and a play. So I'm imagining oh, like yes. we're on a stage, maybe like a locket has gone missing. Because that Anya, is the sort of thing that happens in a play. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. Because he does accuse him of stealing from his house. Okay, okay. that's what I said. He accuses <laughs> him of stealing grain, <gasps> which was the Bitcoin of its time. <laughs> Grand theft oatmeal. Wait, my... my f- <laughs> what a horrible thing. What does Martin do when he's accused of this? He's finally made a baby. He goes, the lady just look in my you. desk, it won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> what does Martin do? I'm just trying to work out like where 
this fucking grain has Where gone? Where did you hide the grain? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> steal a fucking locket. Don't steal grain, Rich. It's like, you'd have to have 60 bags of grain. Mm. I know, and who's counting their grains? <laughs> like, how much grain is it? What is it actually is Just a grain? bag of porridge. <laughs> <laughs> Like, because I feel like we're all thinking about it, but no one actually knows what it. Do, wait, does everyone know what it is? Apart from me. <laughs> what grain is? Yeah, it's like I don't know what seed. the type of grain was, but yeah, oh, grain. Okay. It's, it's like in a sack. I'm seeing it in a, it's sack. a sack. It's in a sack. It's in a yeah. sack. I've seen it in cartoons. <laughs> Has anyone here ever seen grain in the flesh? <laughs> Maybe it's a hoax. <laughs> what does Martin do? He says that. He says what I just said. It's a hoax. Okay. He defends himself and says, this is a hoax. I think he would defend himself, but yeah. maybe a, with more sensible defence. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to go opposite. He goes, yeah, I took your grain. What are you going to do about it? Ooh, <laughs> detective sasshole. I like it. <laughs> um, I, we should... Mm. <laughs> um, it, can you make beer from grain? Some green. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I'm out there going, like, I've got a home brewery set. Okay. I know. <laughs> I got it for Christmas and I'm smashing out the beers. Yes. <laughs> I think he makes beers with this guy. Okay. He starts the first craft brewery. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Martin flees. <gasps> oh. He leaves town. How long is he gone? Because, yes, he does return. As long as it takes to ferment some beer. <laughs> Yeah. What do you think? I feel like fleeing, f- to flee, you have to be upwards of three days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one flees I... for like an afternoon. Because <laughs> otherwise, that's just a mini break. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I want to say something like five years, maybe. Okay. Five Ooh, years. Ooh, that's a long flee. Ooh, that's a <laughs> long, long flee. Mm. Or is it the perfect flee? Oh. That's the name of the opera. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect flea. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to go big. Um, ten years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, actually... <laughs> no, it was only that someone said to me earlier that, like, when your kid is, like, ten, they're kind of fun and they're kind of, like, good to have a conversation with. Oh, you think he's just doing I think the, like, he's like deadbeat you know, dad kind yeah, of... Yeah, he's kind of like, oh, I can't be fucked the, with the, the grain's an excuse. <laughs> yeah. God, I wish I'd be fun dad. (laughs) I don't want to pretend to be Spider-Man every fucking day. I want to come back when I can take them to see Fast and Furious. Good thinking. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, ten. We got five, ten. Le vite le... I'm I'm doing three months or however long it takes to brew beer. Okay. (laughs) I think Hannah... Two months. Two months. Two two weeks. Oh. What are we all brewing beer? Two weeks. And he he cheers up the dad with a home brew. Go on, sorry. Hannah, you were the closest. It was eight years. Okay. Ooh. Long time. Martin Dick. returns. <laughs> Dick from the audience. She's calling it. <laughs> She's saying Mart- what we're all thinking. Martin returns and explains that he was off fighting in the war in Flanders. Leave it to a dude to run away from his responsibilities and just find a war. <laughs> Participate. Hey. You got, you got an extra gun. And then you're like not allowed to say anything because he's all traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yes. Yeah. So we all have to tiptoe around you. Sorry, continue. 
Is the film 1917? <laughs> what a great musical that would have made. They really missed a trick there. <laughs> so Bertie is really happy to have him back, as is his family. What? Question. Yeah, after eight fucking yeah. years. Your next question is, who's dead? <gasps> oh, wait, has, wait, wait. Has he come back because someone's died? Or is he, someone dies after he comes back? Katie, I cannot at this point speculate about his motivations. But surely he comes back. He's been in the Flanders war. Mm-hmm. He's learned how to use a gun and he's come back to shoot the dad in the head for being like, you said I took your grain, now you will take this bullet from my gun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I've written the novel. No, that, no but also that'd be a very dramatic opera scene. That would, that would. It, it all would. checks out. Because everyone says what they're thinking in operas. I believe my version now more than what you're going to say. No, <laughs> I want you to, I want you to. I think it was, it was a next door neighbour he was fond of. Jimmy! It was his childhood dog, Rusty. (laughs) People are more upset about that. (laughs) It taught me up there. That's great. Thanks. Katie, please get me on my train. (laughs) How do you get the attention on yourself at a podcast (laughs) recording? Wasn't I? Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. For the listeners, Hannah just overflowed the Prosecco. Well, as a euphemism, I... No, I don't, I don't know what it's a euphemism. Well, I don't know what I'm supposed that I did. Somebody has cystitis. <laughs> Drunk women solving crime. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Katie! <laughs> Who's dead, Katie? Come on. Okay, so not the dog. Um, oh, you answered the dog. Oh, I'm sorry. Did. did you answer? Yeah. I said the dog. Did you answer? Next door neighbor. Next door. I'm so sorry everybody has answered. I'm the asshole. Uh, it's the father. So, uh, Anya. Okay. Oh, he's safe to come back. He didn't kill him, oh. but he is dead. No more grain beef. No more. <laughs> Oh my god, that sounds like a terrible vegan product. <laughs> Try our new grain beef. It's disgusting. I, I can't believe it's not grain beef. 
So the theft accusation is kind of water under the bridge, just a cool eight years later. And Bertie's mother has now, as a widow, remarried uh, Martin's uncle. I know. She likes peasant penis, too. (laughs) So... Bertie and Martin go on to have two more children. Things are ticking along, and Martin tries to claim inherent... Inherit... (laughs) 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 And... From his now-deceased father-in-law's estate. Does he get the money? Does he get the money? I feel like he's a man in the 15th, maybe 16th century. And he... Yeah, I think think that it would would make sense. The uncle might have a claim... Does the uncle's claim outrank his claim? I'm drawing pictures with my glass. <laughs> do you ever do that? Oh, You're like, I, I can make a pretty picture. I'm mm. like, I'm just trying to think. It's more dramatic <laughs> if he doesn't. Or maybe it's more dramatic if he doesn't and sometimes take it off him. I'm going to go, he doesn't get it. He I doesn't think. get it. Okay. And Who got yeah. married? I got no, <laughs> so, so his uncle yeah. marries his mother-in-law. Oh, yeah, that's what mom. happened. Wait, you know? I swear no one reacted to that. <laughs> or did everyone react? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> Birdie's mum, <laughs> incest lady, did. Okay. Wow. Imagine going out for your first night out after lockdown and being the incest lady. I'm so- very sorry. Um, what, 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 what are we? What, what are we talking about? So I think he didn't get the inheritance, the inheritance so. because, but that also I do get what you mean because it is weird because I feel like in those times they literally give it men, to like a horse men got what they woman. want yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does not get the money yeah there's he's, your opera sorry <laughs> <laughs> he's prevented <laughs> he's prevented from claiming it by his uncle you're right there sisty <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's prevented. <laughs> he's prevented. You know, I love you so. No, much. it's one of my better nicknames. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> sisty. Sisty. Like, oh, she's kind of like. A I sister. call your vagina the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> <laughs> but so does your husband to be. So it's fine. Everybody does. Uh, no money, no right to it. Uh, so, so, so the uncle trumps him. Yes, yep. yes, thank you for keeping us on track there, Wilkins. Uh, Pierre says no. His name's Pierre, by the way. The uncle, did I say that? <laughs> says you can't have it. <laughs> but like in French and that. But Martin's like, no. So he, <laughs> he in turn tries to sue his own uncle for the inheritance. Now... Some people in the village had been quite suspicious of Martin, and this act of trying to sue him makes his uncle suspicious of him as well. What do you think they're suspicious of? What, his shady timing? I swear somebody just whispered, insurance fraud. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love our fans. I don't know. (laughs) Insurance fraud. Maybe if we look in each other's eyes, we'll both just keep doing this. What are they suspicious of? Martin is... um, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Martin isn't who he says he is. 
person that's come back is a yeah. different it's a <gasps> identity fraud. That's oh. You just said he isn't who he says he is. Yes. But that's different to what you meant. You no, are that's the same. Correct. Oh, he is oh my God. They think Martin is not the real Martin. Okay. Imagine being like doing an identity fraud and being like, I think I'm going to nip back to this woman I left eight years ago. <laughs> I think that'll be fine. I think that's really going to work out. But also that would How be about a, a good couple of story. Kids? You know, like even Mad Men use the old borrowed ID from a war going back to your life, mate. You're dead. I'll have that rich life, thanks. I mean, they phrase it differently. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Wilkins in a pitch meeting there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm confused because surely, like, if he comes back, like, people know knew what he looked like before. Is this what happens when you don't have like Instagram to check what people look like? Everyone's yeah, just you've like, only, you've got no photographs, <laughs> you've got memories and shit drawings. It might just be. They, I mean, maybe some good drawings, but it's a gamble. This suspicion is only reinforced by a soldier passing through town who says that the man living with Bertie can't be the real Martin because he fought in the war with Martin and said that he'd lost his leg in battle. <gasps> Pierre, the uncle, along with some villagers, decide to accuse him of impersonation and arson. <laughs> For some reason. Where's this? The grain caught fire, didn't it? Maybe. I love that they chuck that in there, though. Any set should have fired, just in case. Yeah. And, 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 he, like, uh, and he slagged you off. <laughs> Question, does the case go to trial? <laughs> no. No. Uh, um, I don't know if there's much... There's, is there much in it? In sort of saying, oh, that's not him. Is there enough in it? I say no. Okay. Well, you got to find the one-legged guy. <laughs> bring him on the stand. Yeah. you got the resources to do that. But that's only one man's testimony, is that he lost a leg. So he might not have lost a leg. And I, don't, I feel like he didn't go to war, this guy. Like, yeah, but the war was a lie. I mean, why didn't he write them and go, by the way, I'm in the Flanders War? Mm. <laughs> oh, he's maybe he couldn't write. <laughs> yeah, quite was... possibly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you. Oh, hello. <laughs> we got. He didn't have a leg really, to stand on from the audience. <laughs> That's good. We ne we needed some cracker jokes. <laughs> you guys. I just got, I, okay, I thought you meant that was cracking, and I was like, mm, it was all right. <laughs> okay. Yes, we're pulling the crackers. Okay. The case does go to trial. Okay. And Uncle Pierre and Bertie's mum pressure Bertie to testify against Martin. Meanwhile, Martin says that if Bertie is willing to swear that he is not her husband, he will gladly accept execution. Does she testify against him? Wait, the, what's the ultimatum? Pierre, the uncle, yeah, okay. and Bertie's mum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put better intonation in that sentence so it makes sense. They pressure Bertie to testify against Martin. Who's Bertie? <laughs> the wife. The wife. Oh, right, okay. The wife. That, but she, that name is... Okay. 
Bertie and... Yeah, okay, I'm back with you. <laughs> so wait, so Pierre, they, so he, they want her to say that the husband that she's quite happy with is, is an, an imposter. And what? But surely she knows. How are they trying to bribe? What's their? What's she get out of it? Because she quite likes him. So what are they bribing her with? Well, as far as I know, Katie, no bribes. They just say. Oh, testify, they're just like, can you please he's trying to get your father's right. money, oh. which you have oh. no claim to because you're <laughs> yeah. a woman. So back what, us up here. What's, what's the um, the execution thing you said? Who said he'd gladly be executed? So Martin says, if Bertie's willing to testify Who's to Martin? swear... Who's <laughs> 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 oh, I remember. That Martin is not her husband, then he will just accept execution. Oh, oh so he's being very dramatic and putting... <laughs> Maybe. Oh, fine. Like, oh, if you deny me, I might as well be dead anyway. I guess it could be a little bit of that. Well, she's I feel like she's this is my husband because my memory is so shot. This feels like my husband during every argument. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're sure that that's what happened on my life, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine, no. it's fine. I've had a lot of therapy and I feel good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> She's being very manipulated by everybody. It's she also, is, indeed. It's fascinating that they even care what she thinks. Like, you know, if a, like they need a, ma- a male witness to be like, you know, as if they give a shit what a woman's going to testify in a court. Her word's got no weight anyway. <laughs> That's but, just Katie's opinion. Nothing to do with the time. <laughs> no, but it's, it's like it's fascinating that there's a situation in which a woman's word counts, and it's still a shit situation for the woman. Yeah, very true. Very true. Well, she does not testify against him. She refuses, and he is acquitted in 1560, which is either the 15th century <laughs> or the 16th century. Pierre, the uncle, is livid at this point that he's been acquitted, and he starts doing his own investigation, believing that he's now uncovered the real identity of Martin. Martin. And that That's the real identity. With <laughs> <laughs> the French accent. And that he is a man called Arnaud Dutille. I just went totally American on that one. Why, <laughs> why fuck around and pretend I'm cultured? <laughs> And this is what's wrong with me. Uh, a guy... Oh, sorry. Arnaud is a guy with a very bad reputation from another town. Pierre, the uncle, also gathers momentum from some more witnesses in the town to testify against Martin and initiates a new case. But guess what? Pierre's not allowed to just initiate a new case. He's already been acquitted. Double jeopardy. Morgan oh, Freeman. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Pierre isn't allowed to just make the same accu- Oh, I just... <laughs> <laughs> so how does he get Martin brought to trial again? Grain. Yeah. Oh. He accuses him of the... Oh, grain. he brings the theft into it. <gasps> or okay. Arsenal. Arson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've somewhere Arsenal Wenger is definitely involved. Awesome. Or, or I've just been thinking about football the whole time. Okay. I plead man you. It, it could be that new evidence has come to light. So he's tracked down this one-legged man and he's like, oh, okay. now you have to let me have another trial. Well, it's Here's a little the real bit, Martin. It's a bit more lowball than that. He 
accuses him again, but falsely in Birdie's name. And pretends he's the wife saying, no, actually, uh, no, I think no, he's, he's doing the fraud. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. irony. This is a good show. How the mighty hath fallen. I mean, the opera, we're doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would be sucked in yeah. to that. Okay, opera. so he's pretending to be Bird, Bertie. Yeah. <laughs> so this time, Martin's back, and also he's rallied all of these townspeople. Birdie testifies this time, probably because she's been pushed into it, and oh. hundreds of witnesses are brought to the stand. Hundreds? Ha- hundreds. Wow. That's so long. Hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> and they, it's sort of like half of them believe that Martin is the real Martin, and the other half who support Pierre say, yes, this guy is an imposter, he's Arnold. Okay? Okay. Okay. Do they just look really similar? Is that yeah. like just, t- we're taking that for granted? I mean, if I answered that question, I would spoil the whole twist. Okay, I've guessed the twist. But here comes the twist. <laughs> the so ready for the twist. Something happens which settles the entire case. What is it? The They've twins. Oh, that's a good, oh, that's a good twins. twins. Wow. That's wow. That Isn't is, that, I feel like that's classic opera yeah, vibes. Yeah, that is, yeah, yeah. that is a good classic cultured opera vibe. as fuck. That's a <laughs> bit Mary-Kate and Ashley and I know shit. opera. <laughs> Mary-Kate yeah. and Ashley. That is a proper No, sorry, they're triplets. Okay, um, Mary-Kate and Ashley. Uh, no, they're... I, no, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, they invent DNA testing. <laughs> God, something happens in this big twist. Oh, oh, maybe the dad never died. He was just pretending because he wanted his grain back. <laughs> Someone in the audience just got it. <gasps> oh! Why? I, sh- 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 I wasn't just listening. To me. What did you say? Martin returns. Martin returns! In the middle of the trial, Martin what? returns on his wooden leg. <laughs> Hopping. He hops in the door. Oh. That's and so cool. And he says, what a legend. We don't know, but something in French. <laughs> Bonjour, spectators. Je suis Martin. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Où est la piscine? <laughs> He'd been, he wanted a swim. He wanted a swim. Nous buvons au limonade. And I think he wanted a lemonade. I'm not sure. <laughs> this is my favorite part of this case. The judge considers the possibility that this guy that's just waltzed into court may be the actual imposter deciding to imposter the imposter. Oh, man. So it's he, like Inception now. It really is. <laughs> so he asks them separately some specific details about his marriage to Bertie. Intimate details. Hey-o. Like Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> yes! Uh-huh. Let's just have fun with it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god which one gets it right well the thing the is the so called imposter or well the, Martin? Go- the Martin with the one leg's been away for eight years he doesn't know his wife at all she's got two new kids she might like all sorts of different stuff in the bedroom now <laughs> sleeping <laughs> remembers her as loving blowjobs now she's like oh for fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> oh I thought you 
think giving loving blowjobs. <laughs> but you meant like loving giving blowjobs, which there is a difference. There is a like... like I've never given a loving blowjob. Like, I don't think they want that. Um, anyway. There is... There is no such like, thing. <laughs> Imagine like a judge going, where is she on blowjobs? <laughs> About there, am I right? How's my impression of a man? <laughs> I, thank you, all the men here tonight. <laughs> Namaste. So who? <laughs> I'm only laughing because I've been doing yoga lately. <laughs> know what that means. <laughs> um, who answers correctly about the intimate detail? <laughs> Surely m- Mr. One Leg. Because, like, how, how else has he come back? Like, what's he doing there otherwise? The real... Yeah. Talk me up. Why is it taking him Thinking. so long to get back as well? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, the wooden leg probably would hinder him. <laughs> But for the listeners, Hannah's fucked the children's I wasn't. There's Sorry, no mate. cars. I'm not. Jesus Christ. Sorry. But like, is the war ended? Because I mean, it's he the was war in, in no Flanders, Katie. Is there any beginning, any end <laughs> to a war in Flanders? Um, I guess I just mean like, what's his like reason for cut? What's this guy who's the guy with the one leg who comes in during the court? Like, what's his why else? Oh, is he you guys ask so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a really it is a I'm good joking. point. Yeah, it could be anyone, like, right? if he didn't have the actual answers, that would be a weird risk to take. No, no, that's quite right. Yeah, be, he, right. and he could yeah. still be false and have just been coached. There's obviously enough money that everyone's coached. really pulling out the. Also, I. I think we forget that Bertie does have her... Like, she's going to have to live with this guy afterwards, right? Because Whichever he is, one. Yeah, it's the girl with the biggest D. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not, It's not. but it is. Okay? It's not, but it is. It's, and I've got to think, like, what if she... If this guy, this, this first guy... Like, if this imposter, though, like, came back after eight years and she was like, I mean, you're not my husband, but... <laughs> Like, you know, you would kind of... And then your husband fucking comes back, like, ten years later. You've got another two kids. Like, she... But I just think that she has her own... She has agency. She, she's going to say, oh, no, this guy is right. I do give loving blowjobs or whatever. <laughs> I feel like this might be a too classy audience for this, but it does... It is kind of like Casa Amor in Love Island. <laughs> there we go. Verified. <laughs> <laughs> so the accused imposter answers correctly the man who is returned who is Martin mm-hmm. Martin with the wooden leg gets it wrong <gasps> I think that's I think I I'm not them but I yeah. think you know he's got old intel yeah Bertie well, is a complex female character and she's yes, changed she is yes yeah. she is this new guy meets her needs but there's also something to if you're gonna impersonate someone, you have to do the work, right? If you're the husband, especially then, like no fucking reason to pay attention. Okay. Uh, actually, yeah. This guy is earning his inheritance. Maybe, and it makes you wonder. 
if if marriage shouldn't change a little bit based on who studies harder. <laughs> I don't even know, guys. I'm barely here. Uh, uh, at this point, Martin's sisters, Martin has four sisters, by the way. They're unnamed, because they're women. <laughs> but Martin's sisters, Bertie, everybody agrees that the man who arrived with the wooden leg from the war was indeed the real Martin. Oh. Arnold. The fake Martin confesses and says he learned of Martin's identity when two acquaintances mistook him for Martin. <gasps> and then told him all about Martin's life. <gasps> Basically said, you look just like this guy. He's been away because he ran because of the grain and then went to the war. Yeah, so the tale is old as time. Oh and man, that's so awkward now that she has to get there. <laughs> <laughs> and he decided to pose as an imposter with the help of two conspirators. <gasps> What's frustrating about that is I could not find out who the conspirators oh. were. Who do you think the conspirators were? I like two of the sisters, because I don't have sisters, and it makes me sad, because I like you guys are my sisters. Can I just say that? <laughs> because I, I don't have any sisters, and I feel like if my sister with, was with the wrong man, and mm. another guy turns up, yeah. I'd do everything I could to make sure she's with the right man. Yeah. So I think it's two of the sisters, and they did it for love. So what happens though? They like, oh, this guy that you prefer banging, he has to leave because he's an imposter. Here's the guy you didn't want back. Uh oh. And he's only like, got one leg after all. Yeah, and and he's got Not adopt that's a bad two thing. children that aren't his. And also, you basically said in court that you don't want him. Well, I don't. I don't want to kill the mood, but um, he's found guilty because he confesses, and he is hanged. Oh. Oh, yeah, I mean, I heard he was well hung, but... Uh, <laughs> horrible, He's Hannah. He's hanged in front of Martin's house. Oh, which is a hell. bit on the nose. They were like, like that is a nice touch. Right <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, love that. <laughs> Very chic, actually. <laughs> oh, Matt, see, this didn't happen to Don Draper. What's strange? He stole an identity from the war as well. Oh, no. You guys haven't seen Mad Men? <laughs> Martin had been off fighting in the war and then living in a, mon in a monastery. And the reason for his return is unknown. But he apparently never forgave Bertie for taking on another man. <gasps> Took yeah. on another man? Slash was forced to accept someone that looked like him as her husband. Yeah. yeah. Well, historians have sort of gone over and over this case and tried to find what evidence they can, mostly to understand Bertie's motives. And a woman wrote this piece, a woman from Princeton University wrote a piece about her and said that she, she was a woman during, you know, an era where you had to have a husband, and this guy comes back. He's nice enough. Yeah. Yeah. She says, okay, this is Martin. Oh, the sisters are believing it, and she went with it. Yeah. And it was kind of not a bad life compared to having well, yeah, a man Well, yeah, very few options. Mm. And there was, oh, I left this part out. There was something called canon law, I think, from Catholicism, which said that she could not remarry. 
She, she's stuck. Oh, yeah. Oh. She's stuck. And then this man from another university wrote a whole paper against this female historian. Oh. <laughs> Classic. And like, no, she was not such a modern woman who decided it. But who knows? We don't know. We don't know. So, so d- they're like, are they estranged? Do they have to live t- with her? They end up together. How are the blowjobs? And then... <laughs> I, I mean, we were all thinking it. The blowjobs are not loving. Oh. Uh, Beginning of the end. It's hard to know what to like raise a glass to. Like here's to, <laughs> here's to modern lighting, DNA testing. Pour that cranberry juice. Yeah, I've drunk a, a liter of cranberry juice. That doesn't feel right. But my UTI is very much fixed. So. <laughs> Let's drink to Hannah's UTI. Let's drink to I have a potentially relevant anecdote, which is genuinely the weirdest thing that has ever happened to me in my life. And like, I I don't actually know if it's funny yet, but it's it's ultimately true. Um, I've my friend for his birthday. He had like a birthday dinner. um, I know, classy guy. um, And one of my other friends decided to instead of coming himself, he thought it would be a funny joke to send an actor to play him. At the dinner, oh, so wow. my friend Ryan <laughs> sent an actor, and the actor, his friend, who was also his friend, he like learnt from like post-it notes facts about us and how he knew us, and came to the dinner and did not address it, and just came and sat down and was like, "I'm Ryan," and he oh was like, "Oh, and you're like, I've known you since we were 15," and I was like, "You are not," and it was so <laughs> weird. Oh my like, we were that. like, this is so... For the first five minutes, we were like, this is pretty funny. Then we had to have a two-hour dinner with this random oh actor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then afterwards, my friend Ryan called me, and he was like, was that funny or was that really weird? And I was like, it was really weird. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was so weird. That's amazing. Actors will literally do anything. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. And you're marrying one. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> Okay, it's time for a one-and-a-half-minute case <laughs> from Claire, the case of the missing bra. <gasps> Claire, where are you? Claire, 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 Claire. welcome! <laughs> Come on, Claire! Claire. So basically, um, I have a basement flat, and my landlady has the three tiers above it. I keep wanting to see Jenny or Claire because I'm sure she's my next door neighbour somewhere Ooh. in the lovely Camberwell. And um, I've been coming and going because I work for the NHS. Everyone get vaccinated, please. <laughs> I, I was just coming through the communal front door, saw there was a package on the floor, felt a bit light, didn't think anything suspicious, just put it to the side, wasn't for me, was for my landlady. And then my landlady calls me and she's like, can you come upstairs? And I was like okay um so I go upstairs and I sit down in this rather kind of formal setting and she says can I just ask you about the package you picked up and I was like of course (laughs) and she's like where did you find it and I was like well it was I assume it was just posted through the letterbox because it was just on the floor popped it to the side felt it was a bit light didn't question your mail further basically (laughs) (laughs) and she was just like well there was nothing in it and I thought Yes, I thought this was maybe where you were going for it because it was incredibly light, as previously stated. And then she was like, 
well, I ordered some bras and they weren't in it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was just like, so my landlady's 78. <laughs> I went like, chestically challenged as I like to refer and I'm okay with that she is not though so that I have absolutely no interest in stealing a 78 year old's bras I think I need to get that out there and I'm not I know we've all lived through a really hard pandemic but I'm not at that level of comfort either so um she was just like well basically trying to find out where her bras are I mean rightly so she's paid for them they're not cheap are they ladies and so she she goes on the courier's website to see the sequence of events that led it to coming through the mailbox. <laughs> and there's a picture of our next door neighbor's front door. And I'm just like, okay, it feels a bit dickish for the next door neighbor to masterfully take it out of the packaging oh, and then yeah. be the complete dick and just post it back through the letterbox after living there for 20 odd years. But I, then again, I'm up for the crime and I don't want to be either. <laughs> um, so, and I was just like, I really don't think it's the next door neighbor. And she was just like, but I just don't understand who's taken the bras. And I was like, I mean, maybe the courier. I mean, I don't know. I'm willing to sell anybody yeah. out at this rate. I mean, maybe oh, a passerby. Oh. I don't know. You know, you know, it's one of three really nice streets in Camberwell. Who knows, quite frankly. So um, oh. it could go all the way to the top. I was like, maybe they were just never in the package, basically. Yeah. But I can assure you did not steal your bras basically oh. but I'm still on the hook for this crime so I need some support in proving it was not me basically I mean you said that you think Jenny Eclair is one of your neighbours yeah uh -oh. just from, from this podcast yes I think so can we pin it on her probably not for legal reasons <laughs> <laughs> have you checked her desk drawer <laughs> I might do after this. Something to think about. Yeah. Also, yes. the fucking self-respect to be buying yourself bras in lockdown. <laughs> like, oh, I burnt my Mine were gone. I was just I'm never going to wear a bra again. Well, they, might, they might be nice, comfy ones. We've oh, all, we've okay. All, we've all got crop tops now. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> Maybe there were some nice crop tops. Did the um, package look tampered with? No. Well, I didn't really pay enough attention to it. Um, but... I mean, I think I would have taken note if it was, like, torn open. Yeah. yeah. And I would have been flagged that to her, just as a, you know, yeah. a disclaimer from me from the get-go. But, Well, know. so the, the safest thing seems to be to tell the company that they did not deliver as promised. They've probably got insurance. Get more bras. I like, mean, there's I mean, some basic details here where it's like, was the return address the bra company? <laughs> Like, there's this light package. What's in the light package? Literally nothing. Right. That is weird. Okay. I think it was Jenny Claire. <laughs> I think we're on to something. I feel like Jenny would agree and she would confess. Yeah. Yeah. Does that yeah. help you at all? Can you go to your 78-year-old? Well, you're supporting that it's not me, so yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. Fantastic. You're in the clear. Jenny's in the frame. Yeah, okay. I think so. Claire, please accept <gasps> our... Oh, have we drunk it? No, no, no. It's here. Prosecco. Here. Thank you, Claire. Anya, tell Hello. us what you're up to. Where Hi. can we find you? Without slagging us off like Sarah did. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I was watching her and I was like, oh God, I was so ready to not be humble about what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be humble. Um, Go. Yeah. Um, 
for people live here, I've got um, a show at Battersea Art Centre, work in progress show. It's called Anya Magliano, Absolutely No Worries If Not. Um, <laughs> it's the title. There we go. First joke done. Um, it's on the 16th of September, and I think I have a preview as well in Hoxton on the 25th. Uh, but I also I do a podcast with my friend Harry, um, which is called The Weekly Shop. Um, and it's where we take... It's actually, it's actually incredibly embarrassing to say. Um, <laughs> we take a deep dive into the trolley of a special guest. Um, <laughs> oh, cool. To see what, what sort of stuff... It's like off-menu, but not as good. That's <laughs> awesome. So but it is accessible. For so. Hannah, it would be cranberry juice. Well, there you go, exactly. Loads of cranberry juice. <laughs> that, I would love to know yeah. what people buy in the weekly shop, genuinely. The, yeah, you should like listen this. to the podcast. What's it called? What's it called? The weekly shop. Oh, <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> um, and that's the end. What's Thank the witness? You. Oh, man, I want to hear Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.